Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max coming to you live from above the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. What, what are you shaking your head about, Key? Uh, I'm just I'm, I'm shaking my head because I'm thinking about Jay. Oh. As, as I'm, because I'm watching Clay shoot and I'm watching Steph pull the trigger and I'm just thinking about I'm just, no, Stop. you laughing. I know, I'm just I know thinking why about you're I'm shaking like, your head. You know, I know, and I said in my, Max, my mind. Max didn't hear, he didn't hear our conversation yesterday. So just for context-wise, we're on the court at Cameron. Oh. And Key comes up to me and whisper, whispers in my ears like, you could have made about $600 million. You, you <laughs> oh, messed that up. Oh, I'm key. like, I know, Key. No, I, I have. <laughs> okay, so I'm not typically, I'm not a fanboy. Like, I don't care about athletes and actors, and I don't care about that. I don't, hmm. but when I, but I appreciate a certain person's skill set, and I admire a certain person's worth ethic and skill set. But when I and I see Jay shooting, and I can see you know his bounce and the different stuff like that, and I think and I think what could have you know, and that and it just and I sit there and I go, damn, I know he was good, you know. I'm just watching Steph pull, and I'm like, I know Jay, you know, as my partner, he was pulling, and ain't nothing negative coming, Jay. Not, look at this right here though, Max. Like this don't even make sense. Nobody does this. That's cheating. Come on, man. How, many, how many tries was that? That was my that was my second try. Second. That try? was his literally. Second that was try. his second try. Look at Key. Hold up. Look at Key. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had to think about. I had to look in the. I had to look up in the the, the top of the stands, up in the sky to the three see three quarter shot, three quarter court shot. No running. Yeah, start. three quarter court shot from the other side, on the second take. The first one barely missed. The second take. Swoosh, but I had to make sure that I wasn't getting some illusion Vegas trick going on with yeah. my eyes. <laughs> the building disappeared. Said, that's yeah. some Vegas. Blank. Yeah, I said, man, that's some Vegas blankety blank. Because you know, and I sit there and I watch that. I ain't never seen that before. I'm like, you ain't nobody's supposed to do that unless you are like in a circus act or something. Right. <laughs> this dude did it in the second shot. It's crazy. What's I going? had to admire that. It's I'm just crazy. like. You know, but you but are, the, the six hundred million though got me. I got tight. You see me? I was like, I know, I know. All you had to do was call me. I know. He said, get the Ferrari instead of the bike. Yeah, I would have told <laughs> you. You joke Ferrari. about it. You joke about it now, but get you, you get were you a Hummer. Yeah. You were publicly like basketball fans everywhere, sports fans everywhere. When that happened, we're like, damn. Okay, he's alive. That's good, but. Damn, Yo, so we, we joke around. Well, he's I, alive now. I can yeah. crack jokes. Ain't yeah, nothing yeah. wrong with him now. No, but that's what, remember, remember what your reaction was, Key? Because my reaction was like, okay, good. He's alive. I didn't know Jay from any, you know, but I just, yeah. you know, followed him. And I was like, okay, good. Kid's alive. He's okay. But damn, because of the career, right? I mean, yo, the way that Golden State plays now when Steph and those guys came in the league is the way we played on our Duke team. I mean, it's, we shot a ton of threes. It was all floor spacing, a ton of versatile pieces can interchange them. It was the same exact thing. 
back and, in the And you had hops, though, too. And another thing, see, you didn't see the clip. We were playing, like, one-on-one, mm-hmm. and Jay backed me down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like a brick. <laughs> well, he was, well, we were trying to play. Not that. Man, that's fake. Yeah, I did that on purpose. One. But, we, but we, we started playing, like, bully ball, like, backing each other down. It was yeah. different. Man, that dude, big, man, that little dude hit me in the stomach with the elbows. Ow. I'm like, ain't no way in the world. And I can only imagine what Shaq and them do to people when they underneath. Definitely. And, he a, and no, he's but you a know what? little bitty guy. You know what? It's different because to be 6'2 or under and elite at that level, your athletic ability has to be off the chart. Almost nobody who's 6'2 ever gets to even play in the NBA. See, this is so here's my point. And this is my thing about Steph. And I know people are tired of talking about legacy with Steph because that's like the hot topic right now. Yeah. But like literally the way he moves, Max, and how he gets his shot off, like this is crazy. so basketball oriented. The first thing, we shoot baskets at this little hoop here every day. Okay. I hit it every and time. Every day I watch Max. Every time. With like 100%. 5,000 pieces of paper everywhere around the bucket instead yeah, of in, in the, the bucket. bucket. But yeah. in the bucket, right? Yeah. I hit <laughs> at least two or three of them. And we always talk to, like, there are days when Max shoots and his follow-through will be, like, over here, Keith. Yeah. He'll shoot and be like, ah. I'm like, oh, damn, look at your hand. And, like, the repetitive, right? Yeah. Like, doing that over and over. So think about when they teach you to shoot, Key, you know, oh, hold the follow-through and finger in the cookie jar. You'll watch when Steph shoots, he slingshots it. So the amount of time it takes for him to get his shot off, it's like, it's like a shot you would see a kid shoot at the park. It's like, and the accuracy, the efficiency with how he needs to get that shot off because of lack of height and the handle combined with how he moves laterally. That is one of the most challenging things I think I've ever seen that becomes so understated to people that don't understand the difficulty of sport. No, the difficulty of basketball and getting your shot off. Like, no, Kobe, when you're 6'6", six, six Key, mm-hmm. Kobe going to get that off. Yeah. MJ going to get that off. Yeah, I'm going to get it off, too, different. on you. Yeah, oh I'm going to get my shot off. Bunny hops. But look, Jay, Steph Curry's peers right now, right? Uh-huh. Who is he ahead of right now, and who's ahead of him right now? In his That peer group or that – Contemporaries. Like contemporaries Yeah, contemporaries, right that 12-year kind of 13-year contemporary group. I mean, Bron. Bron's ahead. What about KD? I, I, I look at, I think KD is the more skilled player because of his size and his frame and all the things he can do. I, I think he's better, but I think Steph's resume will be better when it's all said and done. But see, okay, so you say he's better. It's tough. As, a, bas- as a hooper, I think KD's uh-huh. better than Steph. Yes. But the resume for Steph, considering his sides. Why don't you throw finals MVPs up on that graphic, too? Look. But how do you but, – but, Jay, how could you – and look, man, you did this for I'm a torn on this, so I'm going to tell you real time I'm torn. I would take KD as a basketball player. If you were having like a draft, I'm taking uh-huh. KD. It's such an interesting question, Key, because – But you would take KD. I'm not talking about coming out of the – into the draft from Texas. I mean, no I'm talking about right know. now, know presently, as it's constructed – do you take KD? This is the question. You... Wait, this is take... the question. Wow. This is the question, Jay. And this is the – so KD, KD and Steph played on the same team. KD was clearly the best player on the team. 
Yeah, but KD. On the other hand, was he clearly or was it Steph letting him be? I, I think, well, and also KD thrived because of the environment 100%. in which Steph allowed him saying, to thrive. What I'm saying is so often we reduce this when we compare players for obvious reasons to one-on-one because yep. we're comparing two players. But it's still, at any given time, five-on-five. And more than that when you really think of a whole team dynamic. So the question is, even if KD is better than Steph one-on-one because he's seven feet tall, who's a better five-on-five player? Who's, who would you rather start your see, franchise I, this, this with? Is where, this is yeah, where see, I that's kind of what I'm, I'm with yeah. Max on that one. But this is like, this is, our show is so different. That's why I love it. Because like, this is such a hot topic, me, yeah, first take type of, I can't do that, Max. Like, it, it's, it's weird. Like, we're supposed to take this bold stance. It's one or the other. Who are the other pieces that I'm surrounding these guys? You don't know with? yet. You're starting that's, your that's franchise. That's what's tough for me. Okay, so it's so tough culture, for GMs. So culture wise <laughs> and team wise, I love I love the culture that Steph has built. I love it. But he was also positioned in the that right, way in the right, in the right situation to Mark do that. Mark Jackson believed in him. In the right situation thing. to do that. So it's not one or the other because I wonder if KD were positioned and KD came to that. I think KD wants to create that on his own. That's difficult to do so because me, so many things need to match up that way to happen that way. So, Jay, you said it's he came to that, right? He, he needs to create his own. Okay, so. Well, he's trying to create his own. I, now, whether he needed to or not, that's the question, Keith. See, I don't think he needed to. I, I know. Was, that's how to stay my you-know-what ass right in Golden State and been sitting there right with them smoking cigars after championships. That's what I did. Over got about and over and million, over and over. Got about $400 million. And Wait a minute, but what about Max Kellerman saying that you haven't proven it? And then I just that doesn't then, detract from your millions of championships and billion dollars? not, because oh, guess what? Oh, Eventually, case. you're going to quit. Because you, you won't have a leg to stand on, Max. Well, you will eventually, I will force you. I, will, I only have one leg to stand on. <laughs> I will force you to quit because guess what I'm getting ready to do? I'm getting ready to hold up. I'm getting ready to hold up two hands. And they all going to, each one of them, they're going to have rings on them. You're going to quit. See, eventually you're not going to win the argument. Jay Will will fight that battle for me. And that's why I get so frustrated at KD for bolting out of there and leaving. But maybe if he, he wants to prove something to himself. I see? don't yeah. give a damn. To himself. I'm but, proving but Keith, that I am the best in the world staying right here but Keith, in San Francisco balling with my dudes. Keith, we can take that argument down the line of the greatest duos that never made it last. I mean, that I did yesterday, right? We were, we had BC on Vince Carter, and we were talking about what Vince Carter and Tracy McGrady could but have the been. But the difference. Egos, the difference, media. But wait, that, no, that's coach, what happens with these. I know, Coach, but the difference there. Is that I won championships already? They didn't. VC and them hadn't won anything, so there's so a difference. Shaq and Kobe, they won championships. I know, but you think about how and many they, more they, they could have won. And they should have stayed, stayed together. together. That's yeah, I'm they, with you. And Shaq has gone on the record and admitted that he screwed it up. Yeah, LeBron and Kyrie. Yeah, it, it's just you stay right there, man. You stay right there. You know, that's just the way wow, it is. Keyshawn, I mean, we Steph could debate that KD. for a long oh time. Yeah, and, and, and then, and then it goes have back. Conversation. And then it goes back to the. And then it goes back to the original question. You don't know anything. All you know is they're both available in the draft. You're not talking about who's better one on one. You're want, trying to win as many championships as possible. I think that's the strongest argument you can make for Steph's highest place in history. Is if you start with Steph Curry. You started with a whole lot. You're See, on I the think right I start path. with a point guard, and it's one of the things that we talked about before the show, right? Steph Curry, if we are labeling him as a point guard, his ability 
and the environment that he creates, he makes everybody around him better because of his shooting ability and his passing and his ball handling. Right. Even if he doesn't win finals MVP but his team wins again, that's even maybe a stronger point guard argument. Jay, Keyshawn, Jay Willemax is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union, proud to serve members of the armed forces, DOD veterans, and their families. Our members are the mission. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. Someone that Key is very familiar with isn't ready to return to the NFL yet. We'll explain next. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Jeremy Fowler joins us here on Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, the ESPN app, ESPN2. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Good morning, Jeremy. Good morning, gentlemen. Thanks for having me. So... As you can plainly hear, the music is already playing. It Jeremy, is time for hot news or Jeremy, not Jeremy, you didn't come on spitting any bars. I thought we talked about this. Yeah, you said you had 16 loaded, I thought we Jeremy. talked about I this. Got, we got to be live for that, Jay Will. <laughs> Jay Will, we got to be live for that. <laughs> Key, I love Jeremy got okay. the answer right up his sleeve. Okay, Jay, will you come back in studio? Uh, you better be ready. You better deliver. All right. I will be, I will be ready. Okay. I, I will. I'm going to make a special trip. Okay. Dennis Allen says that. You might be familiar with this individual, Key. Michael Thomas is, quote, not ready yet, but expects him to be ready for training camp. Hot news or not news, Jeremy? This is sneaky hot news. This guy's barely played in two years, was probably the top wide receiver in the NFL back in 2019. I'm going to go hot news until until he plays – Look, the Saints are all in. They've gotten Chris Olave, wide receiver, Jarvis Landry. They want to win now, and they need this guy to do it. Yeah, this guy, Michael Thomas, huh? <laughs> but I would say I would say it's not news. I guess I'm too close to the situation. I understand where he's at in terms of his yeah. rehab, his conditioning, yeah. and everything that he's doing. His target date is opening day, and I bet any amount of money yeah. he will be there opening day. Well, it's hot news, and it's only yeah. not news for you, Key, because you you know more news than we know. 
And that's the problem. That's why we ask you the question every single day. Every time a topic comes up, we're like, what's up? What's up with the cuz? What's going on with the nephew? What's going on? Anything for us? Nothing. Well, see, he's doing really it. well. <laughs> there's nothing in it for Key to make it up. I mean, he's got his money, right? So, like, what, what's Key got to make up? He, he just, just to look bad if it's not true. So I'm going to go with Key on this and say it's not news. Not I'm, t- I'm going by Key's temperature on it. Colin Kaepernick working out for the Las Vegas Raiders. Jeremy Fowler, hot news or not news? This is hot news. The guy hasn't played since 2016. I mean, the fact that the Raiders are considering this is probably the most significant story of the week in the NFL. Uh, I heard he looked good in the workout, good arm strength, good conditioning. They put him through kind of their own paces. Those workouts are more unscripted. So we'll see what they do. You know, it's pretty clear that they're looking for an extra passer here behind Derek Carr. It is super hot news. Jeremy, it is hot, hot, like Vegas hot I'm talking about. But here's the problem. Let's get it done. I want them to get it done. I don't want to talk about it a month from now. Oh, we worked him out, and he's still not signed. Let's sign him. It is certainly a step in the right direction. Thank you, Raiders, for opening up the eyes, hopefully, of the rest of the National Football League. Yeah, I want to see Colin Kaepernick back in the NFL. I think this is blazing hot news. But it does start the conversation around if he does get the opportunity with the Raiders, how will they handle all the conversations that will be handled about situations off the field while they're trying to focus on what Josh McDaniels and Derek Carr are doing on the field. I mean, this is a trick question. Of course, it's scorching hot news. Colin Kaepernick, finally, after a half decade of being unfairly denied his ability to ply his profession based on nothing to do with merit, right? Having broken no rules, at least the Raiders are less disgraced at this moment than the rest of the NFL. Justin Fields Mm. saying the Bleacher Report that his wide receivers are, quote, good enough. Hot news or not news, Jeremy Fowler? This is not news. Justin Fields is being polite. That's the right thing to say as a leader and the quarterback of the team. Most people know that they could use another piece of wide receiver. I like Darnell Mooney. He's a good player, probably not a number one receiver. Um, I I can still see them adding a veteran, maybe like a Cole Beasley, somebody who could play the slot. Uh, I expect them to get help between now and week one. I'm going to say one thing. It's not news. I'm following up, Jeremy. Everything he said, just repeat it and put it in my voice. Yeah, I'm with you guys on that. I don't (laughs) don't think this is news. And and here's the thing that for Justin Fields – Just make everybody around you better. Make them marginally better. Yeah, it's not news. Patrick Mahomes says the Chiefs offense will involve everybody this year. Hot news or not news, Jeremy Fowler? I'm going to go mildly hot news because the Chiefs offense is going to be one of the hottest stories of the year. It's more the concept of of what this is going to look like. We're betting on Andy Reid. We're betting on Patrick Mahomes to figure this out. At least 12 wins together every year when Mahomes has been the starter. So, Tyree Kill, great player, top five receiver, but they can still be really good. I, I, I think it's mildly hot news, just the concept that like, they're going to have to have four or five guys that step up, not just one. Not news at all. Patrick Mahomes, I thank him for trying to put that out there, but everybody's always been involved in the Kansas City offense. I know that Tyreek Hill is the explosive yeah. player that they missed, but Travis Kelsey got his touches. The running backs got their touches. You look at Tyreek Hill, he got his touches. So I, I'm not worried yeah. about the Kansas City Chiefs at all. Eric Bieniemy's in is back. You know, Andy Reid's on the sideline. They'll be just fine. Yeah, there's certain teams where, you know, people like to focus on the receiving core, but as long as I know who the quarterback is, I still have a feeling everything's going to be okay. And the Kansas City Chiefs are one of those teams. It's not news, but it might be hot news to some people because it maybe opens their eyes a little. The Chiefs 
receiving core to me looks deeper than it's been in Patrick Mahomes' uh, uh, tenure, right? Like, even if they don't have the high-end guy like Tyreek Hill, but now they got a bunch of different guys who can do different things at a pretty good level. Hasn't really had that recently. Steve Keim on the Pat McAfee Show saying the Cardinals will, quote, try to get something done this summer with Kyler Murray. Hot news or not news, Jeremy Fowler? This is hot news because the last time GM Steve Kime spoke, he said there was zero chance Kyler Murray's getting traded. I like the authoritative stance on that. Took any guesswork out of it. Now he's setting the table again, saying that we're going to try to get this done. I've sent some optimism that they're going to plan to sign Kyler Murray. The Cardinals know when they haven't had a quarterback in the past, it's been ugly. When they had Carson Palmer, they were good. Now they have Kyler Murray. They're good. It makes everything easier. They will push to get this done. But it's a complicated deal, which is why I think it's news that he said he's optimistic. It's hot news for Jeremy Fowler because of what Jeremy's job entitles. He has to follow this and make sure that he's not missing on anything. It's not news to me because I've always said on our show, we are now in the month of May heading into June. He's not missing anything until September. They will get a deal done, like I said before, in the summertime. That's that's all you got to look. There's target dates. The summer's the target date. Not news at all to me. Something they're going to figure out. Him missing OTAs. What it is. The only reason it's, it's hot news to me is because Deshaun Watson, it's never happened before a guy that good at 27 switched teams at quarterback, right? Like in the middle of his prime. So that totally changed the marketplace because the money, like, oh, where's he going to go? Well, we got 230 guaranteed for you, right? It's almost like bidding on a free agent. But that changes things for guys like Kyler and Lamar. So to me, it's hot news just because I want to see what this deal looks like. What is, how does that affect what Kyler Murray actually gets? Lamar Jackson, speaking of that market, missing OTAs, Jeremy. Hot news or not news? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go not news. Miss me until we get to mid-June. If he's going to miss mandatory minicamp, then we have some hot news because you got fines involved. You have potentially a real holdout, which players really don't do in today's CBA agreement. And so if he takes it that further, then I'll give him the hot news right now. You know, he's retweeting the Ravens saying, hey, I can't wait to be back on the field. So this is just a little bit of posturing until it's time to get to business. It's OTAs. It's not news. Aaron Rodgers is not at OTAs. Okay? Kyler Murray is not at OTAs. Lamar Jackson does not need to be at OTAs when he can do the same work in Florida that he's doing in Baltimore. Where would you think he'd rather be right now? This is not news to me. I mean, the news is I just want to see how much Lamar Jackson actually signs for. Yeah. I, want to, I want to know what his contract is going to look like when it's all said and done. They're right? all going to be about the same, Jay. But what is that going to be, though, yeah, Key? What, is it going to be like it's not going to be Deshaun Watson, right? All, all the same. That's where we're starting, Max. If you're, if you're starting at Deshaun. That's what I'm saying. We're Deshaun starting Watson. at Deshaun. You can't, take less, you can't take less than Deshaun Watson, right, Jeremy? We're starting at Deshaun. Deshaun yeah. set the market. He's an MVP. Jeremy knows. He's 37 and 12 as a starter. I, I don't think he can take that. Yeah, Jeremy, Jeremy knows, based on his body of work, that covering the owner meetings and things of that nature, that these owners were not happy at all with the Cleveland Browns based on the way that they structured right. Deshaun's deal because guess what I'm gonna do, Max? Yeah. I need you, you got what, uh, this is what I'm gonna be doing, Max. I'm yeah, you, you spay, this guy. I, what well, about it was me? special circumstances. I don't know about special circumstances. I don't have anything to do 30. with that. I'm special. That's that. a, the money. I'm special. <laughs> I know he got two thirty. That's all I know. I want two thirty one. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, Lamar Jackson and Kyler Murray should be sending 
uh, Deshaun Watson Christmas gifts for like the rest of his life. Like the like owners will tell you, they'll go, well, that has nothing to do with us. What do you mean it has yeah. nothing to do with yeah, you? It does now. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not giving that to Kyler Murray. Mm. Jeremy, well, then I ain't coming in. You giving that to Kyler Murray, Jeremy? Considering, considering how injury prone he's no. been? No. I'm not, I'm not okay. coming in. Okay. I don't care. You Y'all play. Jay, Go ahead and play with Colt McCoy then. Right. Start you your season with Colt McCoy. I'm not coming in. Uh, you know what, Key? You let's know talk what, about it. What Key is saying right. is right, though. If you Problem make is that we're plan. talking on the field, Deshaun Watson's probably a top five to seven quarterback. And, and I don't know that Jackson or Murray are that. Doesn't matter. You. If you make a plan, you got to stick to right. the plan, or else what did you do? You, know? you get punched in the mouth. Well, that's true. Yeah. I want my money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy Fowler, ESPN <laughs> NFL reporter. Excellent as always. Not only does he come with 16 bars loaded, but uh, he has an answer for you in case uh, he doesn't actually spit any. Thank you as always, Jeremy. <laughs> All right, Jay. Thanks, guys. Appreciate right, it. Talk soon. I'm not paying you your money. Why ain't coming just, in? I'm just saying he's not the same caliber that Deshaun Watson is to me. I ain't got nothing to do with that. Okay. Oh, no, Lamar Jackson got an MVP. Yeah, I don't care. Well, line up with Colt McCoy then. I'll stay home. You drafted him one overall, Jay. You win a lot of games with him. I'm just I, saying, I hear what you're sheer, saying about your concern, but what are you going to do? I don't know. Jay, I don't know that? either. Jay. Yes. I'll stay home. Time to go to Sports Center, Max. Take it away. Would you rather have KD or Steph? Oh, jeez. I'm talking about to start their careers. The embers of the dynasty still glowing. Golden State headed to the NBA Finals. The fact me, Clay, Draymond from 24. 20- 15 to now, you know, six out of eight years having a chance to compete for, you know, a championship. Out to play for three. I felt amazing. I should have had like 10. I left some on the board, but whatever. I mean, I'm just grateful, man. This is unbelievable. The NBA playoffs are on ESPN Radio. Tune in tonight for Game 6 of the Eastern Conference Finals. The Celtics host the Heat, presented by Indeed. Coverage begins at 8 p.m. Eastern on most ESPN Radio stations. Brian Windhorst, guys. Is with us now, ESPN NBA insider, of course. Good morning, Brian. We've been debating this a lot of this morning, or at least discussing it. Would you rather have Steph or KD to start your franchise? KD obviously was on the same team. He was the better player. But look at the culture Steph created. Look what you can build around Steph. Who'd you rather have in the very beginning of their careers to build going forward? Yeah, to me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to answer this in a technical way um, because I love Steph. I felt like I've been in the Steph defender camp in the last five years. I, I, I think he's one of the all-time great players, and people press me. Is he one of the all-ten greatest? Is he one of the, the 11 and a half greatest? I, I don't know. I, I am a huge believer in Steph and how he's changed the game. But Durant's seven foot tall. So if you're asking me would I rather have – one of the greatest players of all time who's whatever he is, 6'2", 6'3", one of the greatest shooters of all time who's 7-foot. I'm going to take the 7-footer. And I know that's a technical answer, but that's how I'm breaking the tie. You know, it, it's, um, I, I'm with you on it, Wendy. I, I struggle with the question because you, you ultimately wonder, you know, where – and I'm a firm believer in this, right? The, where you get drafted and what coach is in place and what environment is in place matters, right? And – the culture that they've been able to build around Steph at Golden State was different than what they had at OKC, in which then KD felt like he needed to leave to go to a Golden State and then try to recreate that within Brooklyn. So it's almost, you know, you wonder, if could Steph still be what Steph is right now if you weren't in that situation? 
But, like, I don't want to – that doesn't minimize the greatness of Steph either because what he's accomplished is incredible. Yeah. Well, there's so many different ways to talk about this because if you look at Steph, one of the things about Steph is that he has been a shining light on his franchise the entire time, not only on the court but off the court. He has been nothing but happy mm-hmm. and, and, and embracing being in Golden State and being inviting – Whereas Durant has, you know, multiple times been unhappy with his franchise and wanted to leave. So, again, I mean, it's a real simple question. And the reason we talk about it as sports fans is because we all have different opinions on it and we all maybe want to defend him. But, again, from a temperament standpoint, I would take Steph Steph. because of of what he – I know I'm not going to have to worry about him wanting to leave. But, again, if you're asking me if I need five players to win this game – no, no, I'm for their careers. The who is taller, who's better on defense? I'm taking the player who is taller, who can defend. But again, you have to. There's so many different factors that you that you play into it. Um, you know, even you know Durant he probably should have more MVPs. He probably would have more MVPs if he didn't change teams. So I can't count on that. But I look at you know his value, even Durant's value in a playoff in a playoff series is slightly greater than Steph's. It's not like completely greater, but it's slightly greater than his. And so on those little margins, I would take Durant. But let me tell you something. If we were going back and forth on this, guys, and you took Durant first and I had Steph, that's no consolation prize. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, you're speaking of Curry and the Golden State Warriors and them cleaning up the West and now getting into the finals, Wendy. Should they be favored in these finals no matter who comes out of the East? You know, they're going to have home court, and that's going to be a factor, and they're going to have a, uh, a rest advantage, um, and they're going to be healthier than the team that advances. I think you have to compute that in. Um, I'm, I'm interested to hear, see what the, you know, if the Celtics win tonight, I'm interested to see what the sports books are going to say about this one because um, the, the, obviously the Warriors have the championship equity and, they, you know, greater star power. Um, and this series with the Celtics and Heat has been an ugly series. It hasn't featured good basketball. And so I could see people installing the Warriors and just saying, yeah, I mean, you know, the, you know the, they're the team. But I, don't, I think we're, this is really going to be a clash. And, and the clash is going to be one of the greatest ball movement teams in NBA history versus one of the greatest team defenses I've ever seen. You know, people are making fun of the Miami Heat shooting, and rightfully so. Their shooting has been wildly bad. But part of what's happening is that they're running good plays and the Celtics are covering all of them. Part of what is going on here is that people don't understand how much of a defensive force Robert Williams is. They don't understand how well the Celtics work as a, as a, as a unit. And I, it's going to be easy to dismiss that because it's easy to, to mock the Heat and it's easy to look at the, at the Bucks and say, well, they didn't have Chris Middleton. But they have played a, a series of teams with, with big-time offensive talent, Giannis, Durant, Kyrie, and they have handled Every single one. So to me, do the Warriors' incredible, you know, unstoppable force meet the impenetrable wall of the Celtics? Who wins that if that indeed is the matchup? Wendy, would this be the greatest win of the Golden State Warriors franchise dynasty as it relates to championships? Because you know, you know they got it in 2015, but Kevin Love and Kyrie were not there. 2016, they lose that 3-1 to one lead that they had. Obviously, Draymond goes out. 17, 18 with KD, 
19 elusive Raptors, but they were hurt. Now looking at, like, all the defensive metrics for the Boston Celtics, and by the way, the defensive player of the year from the guard spot, even though he's hobbled in Marcus Smart. Would this be their greatest accomplishment, potentially? It's a great question, Jay. It's a great question. I, I don't have a clean answer for that. I have to really think about it. I mean, my instinct would say, well, the, the Celtics don't have LeBron James. If they had, and in his prime, LeBron James, they had to go up against that force with not the greatest team maybe of, uh, of all time on their side, uh, that would be, you know, or, you know, we never got to see the rubber match, so to speak, mm. where, you know, they won in 2015 and then LeBron came back in 16. The rubber match to me would be of that potential uh, triumvirate would be, you know, because they had Durant. It just wasn't really a balanced, uh, a balanced game. That would to me to be, you know, more of an accomplishment. But, but to your point, they didn't. They never they get that series. Never happened. They didn't play. They got Durant and they won. They won four one. So um, it would be a terrific championship. I'm not sure that this Celtics team is at the peak of their powers. I think Tatum can get better. I think Brown can get better. You know, they're not super deep. You know, they're not super healthy. Um, We'll see. But I, I tell you, anybody underselling the Celtics, again, if it is indeed the Celtics, because I don't want to bury the heat just yet because I respect them as an, as an operation. But anybody who's overlooking the Celtics because they haven't looked as impressive as the Warriors have in the conference finals, you could be making a mistake. Mm. That is the great Brian Windhorst. Ladies and gentlemen, ESPN, NBA, insider extraordinaire. Thank you, Brian. All right, Wendy. All right, Wendy. Guys, have a great weekend. Likewise. Guys, is good enough really good enough? Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. true Chicago Bear. It is a true football city. Chicago Bears offense, you know, of 2022 and beyond is going to really enhance uh, his skill level. And, and We're going to take the north and never give it back. 
Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, ESPN2. 888 say ESPN, 729-3776. By the way, start their career. I don't mean in the beginning of their careers. I mean, you could, have, you could draft either guy, right? You're trying to win as many championships as possible. You're drafting KD or Steph. Tune into an NL Central battle tomorrow as the Cardinals host the Brewers, presented by Progressive Insurance. Coverage begins at 1.30 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Key J, uh, Justin Fields talked to Bleacher Report about his receiving core and said the following. We don't have an Odell or a Cooper Cup on our team, but at the end of the day, I think if everybody is on their P's and Q's and we're on top of everything and not making mistakes, the players we have right now are good enough. The front office thinks that too. The fans outside the facility, they don't know what's going on at practice. Just because we, have a, we don't have a big-name guy doesn't mean those guys aren't talented. I have plenty of confidence in myself and my teammates that we're going to get the job done. Key? Isn't some- it interesting, Key, when you hear the whole quote? Mm. Like, it's funny how, like, how you hear like little pieces of the quote, like when it's scattered all over the media and you start drawing assumptions, like not good enough. Is he enough. insulting his receiving core? Is he, not good is enough. he overconfident in his exact, receiving core? And then when you hear the entire quote, it, it gives you completely different context. I well, think that's why sometimes athletes have issues with media, right? Because they take a small piece of the quote. Not, I didn't mean to derail from the question you're about to ask, Key. It's just sometimes, <laughs> Key, like why people get frustrated because you take a small snippet of a quote instead of the whole quote. Selective in order to make a, a hotter topic. But, Key, when you hear some people hear that and think, well, he's kind of dissing his receiver no, and core. Not. Other people say, well, he's delusional about his what, what? How do you hear that quote? Well, he's the quarterback of the team. He is not delusional at all. He's very wise and smart. Um, and to say that the front office thinks so, that's where he lost me because the front office don't think that. <laughs> the front office knows that the receivers aren't very good right now. And Justin knows that. He, but he's a, he's a leader of the team. He's a yes. quarterback of his team. He can't say anything negative. I mean, Darnell Mooney's a good player, but that you can't win with just Darnell Mooney. You got to go get you an alpha dog, and they know. I mean, look, here, here's, here's what I would say. They've got a nice new group of receivers that's got that has the opportunity to grow with them. St. Brown, Equinenius, uh Equinenius St. Brown coming over from Green Bay doesn't give you a whole lot. Uh Valus Jones, a kid who was here at USC and transferred to Tennessee, certainly can pick him up and put him down, run with the best of them, sub four three guy. And then when you think about Pringle, it's okay. It's okay. That's what he has. He has okay guys. That's what he's saying. Okay, guys. It's okay. Yeah, right. it's from Jersey. Okay. What are you from it's Jersey? Okay, guys. No, they're all right, sudden. though. They just the guys. He is the a guys good fellow. Jerseys. Okay, guys. It's okay. Ray, Ray Liotta. Oh, rest in peace, brother. Oh, that happened suddenly, huh? That's what I'm saying, yeah. Oh. Uh, but Key, I, I'm with you on this one. See, like for me, when you are a leader of a team or an organization, you don't speak ill about your teammates. You lift no. them up. You no. build their motivation, you build their confidence in themselves, right? And that's, that's your job. It's, you know, we always talked about that for Aaron Rodgers. Well, he doesn't, after Devontae Adams, like who are his other top wide receivers? But he made other people around him better. And if you're Justin Fields, you're watching the way other people lead that have had tremendous success. You take that same approach. So, yeah, they are good enough because it's my job to make them good enough. Yeah. That's how and I he, and he may, and he may They may jump out. And become something of Odell, 
Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup and Odell are stars in the National Football League. And these young men that are the receivers in Chicago, they have an opportunity to put their name in a star category. It's all about balling out and taking care of business. They're not made men right now. They're just a bunch of guys. It's also Justin Fields. I think the reason it's a quote at all is because when you start out by saying we don't have an Odell or a Cooper Cup, you are, you are specifically saying, look, we don't have a star wide out. That's what he's saying. Not, right. Yeah. On the other if hand, if he would have used the word star, yeah. if he would have said we don't have stars like right. Cooper Cup, Odell, we wouldn't even be having this as a 100%. But, I, but it, it is interesting that, like, when we look at the Chiefs, for example, and I brought it up earlier, no Tyree Kill, but they bring in a lot of parts, and now they're actually kind of deeper there at, at wide out. Justin Fields is saying, look, we have guys who can get the job done. Whether or not that's true, that's, he's the quarterback, he's the leader. Lies, and, lies, lies, and more lies. But he's not going to start making excuses, right? He's not start, he, he wouldn't make an excuse for himself, and he wouldn't throw his own guys under the bus. That's what you're supposed to do as a quarterback. Yes, that's exactly what mm-hmm. you're supposed to do, and he's doing a good job. I just want to see him play on the field now. Now it's time to elevate his teammates. I mean, now that you have control of the ship, no more Matt Nagy, no more Andy Dalton, it is you. How many wins they have last year? How many wins the Bears wind up with last year? I don't know off the top of my head. I think they had seven or eight. No. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Six. Bears had. Is it six? I would have guessed six. Hold on. Seven or eight. Let's see. Here we go. We're going to find out right now exactly how many. The six. Bears had six. They had six. Okay. They had six. Yeah, six. Yeah. I mean, to me, honestly, if they win seven games, to me, if that's they win a wash. Six Anything seven over games, seven, they did well. I think if they match what they did last year, they, they do well. I yeah, if you okay. match, yeah, if they, if they win six games, year. that's good. With him as a full-time starter and with a new head new coach. regime, yeah. He Boss basically is a rookie team. again. Yep. Six games. All right, no so Khalil six Mack. is a wash. Anything over yeah. six is, 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 is moving oh, in the right easy direction. Money. Yeah. Anything yes, over yeah. six, Jay's going to Vegas to bet. One million percent, and I'm taking you with me. <laughs> I, you know, it's funny because Aaron Rodgers, okay, whatever you think about the Vikings, to me it still looks like Green Bay is head and shoulders above the rest of that division. And the Vikings are the team that people like if there's if you pick a non-Green Bay team. But the Bears are the team. Head and shoulders? I like, the, I like Green Bay in that okay. division. Yeah, Green Bay head and shoulders over everybody else. It's not even close. But, but the Bears are Man, the they team. they can't compete with them. The Bears are the team, and it all, of course, comes down to the quarterback. But with the future, it looks like, in that division, if Justin Fields can be special. And he seems to me to have the physical ability to be special. He does. He looks right. He just he looks right. He, he can you spin know, it. stands tall, got nice calves, strong <laughs> arm. Good off run. the bus, as you said. Huh? Strong good calves. off the bus, as you said. Good, good off the bus. Look, yeah. good off the bus. Yeah, he, yeah, he got great calves, man. You look for that. Yeah. He, he walks right. He, he you know, certain guys, bow-legged, little bow-legged? Certain, I don't, uh, not really, <laughs> no, but certain guys, they walk right. Mm-hmm. They just, you just look right. You know what you're getting. Right. He looks right, but also the organization can't fail him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, Key? Like, players can look right. They may not be overly talented to overcome an organization's pitfalls, and that's what the organization needs to help him, though, as well. I, I like the fact that the Bears reached for greatness. Whether or not they grasped it, whether or not Justin Fields has it in him, they reached for the first time ever. They said, we're going to try to get a great quarterback and build around that. When it wasn't working year one, they was like, okay, we got to change things because yeah. this is our future. You know who else reached for a quarterback, Max? Hmm. The New York Giants. <laughs> Leave our Giants alone. 
If KD wins another championship, another NBA championship, the question is this. Will it be with the Brooklyn Nets? If KD wins another NBA championship, will it be with the Brooklyn Nets? Let me look into my crystal ball. That's coming up on Keyshawn J. Will and Max here on ESPN Radio and Sirius XM Channel 80. Keyshawn J. Will and Max, the podcast. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.